1: Hello everybody and welcome back. Thank you very much for joining me. My name's Deborah Hatswell and you're listening to BBR Investigations. Over the last few weeks, we've looked at cryptid, UFO and paranormal cases that take place on land owned by the MOD or by the government here in the UK. Tonight, I would like to look at reports that happen on prison ground I think when you hear them all, you'll realise just how many people have made reports of their experiences at Her Majesty's pleasure. You will hear the personal stories from the witnesses themselves and some of them saw UFOs or lights above the prison. Some saw creatures too horrible to really describe. One man saw a creature that he described as half bat, half man. Another saw a wild creature pull a bird from a tree and eat it. Not so strange you might think, but this creature was upright, on two legs and covered in hair. And we will hear accounts of the paranormal and supernatural that I'm sure you will enjoy. In a well-known prison close to my hometown, a ghostly male figure is reported by staff and inmates alike. Strange Waste Prison is famous for its shoddy conditions and notorious riot. It has housed prisoners for many decades, sometimes in swollen conditions. There is, according to accounts by long-serving staff, a ghost associated with the condemned cell and the executioner's chamber. Staff on duty have reported seeing a mysterious man in a dark suit carrying a small briefcase. He's always seen walking along B-Wing from just outside the condemned cell towards the central control area. When they try to follow this dark-suited man, he vanishes, just before the old iron staircase leading up to the main office. Some say that this is the ghost of the former hangman, John Ellis, who officiated at the hanging of many unfortunates during the 1920s. He himself committed suicide in 1932. One male guard shared his memoirs of the ghost seen here and he just confirmed sightings of more than one spirit connected to the condemned cell. Prison Officer John said, not only have I seen the ghost of John Ellis close to the condemned cell, I've also seen a female spirit. The landing known as the ones and twos was used to hold inmates receiving clinical intervention sometimes with psychotropic drugs. In the 1950s, it was used to hold female prisoners awaiting execution, and one such former occupant was the infamous Blackpool poison killer, Mrs. Merrifield. Her spirit is still there, it is said, and John said, like many others, he has seen it, walking along the ones and two landings, then vanishing into what was long ago, the condemned cell. 46-year-old Louisa May Merrifield had been convicted of poisoning Mrs Sarah Ricketts, who was a 79-year-old bedridden widow. She had hired Louisa and her husband, Alfred, to look after her in 1953. Her death was very quick and very suspicious, so a post-mortem was carried out, which quickly revealed the presence of poison. Mrs Ricketts and her husband were taken in front of the Aziz on the 20th of July, 1953. Alfred was acquitted of the murder as there was no evidence against him. But Louisa was found guilty and she was duly hanged by Albert Pierpoint on the morning of Friday, the 18th of September, 1953. John explained... The spirit I saw on the one and two landings in Strangeways Jail was short, wearing dark clothing, and it appeared semi materialised. That is, I do not mistake this for an inarcane human being. I immediately knew that this was a ghost. The vision lasted no more than five seconds or so, and as a very dark and shadowy image, perhaps no more than five feet in height, drifted past me, creating a noticeable drop in temperature. Then the shape moved slowly to the closed door of the cell and the landing and just disappeared. John said, when I opened the cell door to see how the young inmate within was feeling, he appeared even more disturbed than I'd been when I last attended to administer him his medication. I will not forget his words to me. He said, who's that woman boss? She just walked in before you pointed at me and vanished. When I later mentioned this to my senior colleagues, they laughed and said, Oh, that's all Mrs. Merrifield. She's been haunting this place since they hanged her years ago. The sightings of Mrs. Merrifield's ghost seemed to increase around the early 1980s, with a number of inmates of Wing telling me and other staff, John said, that they'd seen a short woman, dressed all in black, walking about the landing, and some said they'd asked her what she was doing in their cell, and she said nothing. And then she disappeared. There may have been an explanation for this, as at the time, the Works Department of Prisons were building some new office accommodation at the rear of what would have been the old female cell blocks. During the digging of the foundations, they reported finding the remains of previously executed inmates who'd been buried within the walls of Strangeways Jail in unconsecrated ground. Perhaps one of those bodies was that of the long dead hangman's victim, Mrs. Merrifield. In December of 2013, Salford resident Duncan Canada was enjoying a quiet Sunday afternoon at home when he spotted what he thought might be a UFO. Mr. Kennedy rushed onto the balcony of his flat near Blackfriars Road to video the strange object with his mobile phone as it appeared to hover around the sky over HMP Manchester, formerly known as Strangeways. Mr. Duncan, 37, said, I was just sitting at home watching Only fields and Horses when something appeared on the horizon out the corner of my eye. The UFO does not appear to be a helicopter or an aeroplane and it was close to the prison when he lost sight of it. Now we moved to Surrey, and a strange set of howls that were heard close to a prison. I live near Guildford, and there's an old legend around here about something called the Surrey Puma, which has been doing the rounds since the late 70s, I think. I saw that you reported this earlier, and the stories triggered an old memory of an experience I had that was very scary. I remember an old friend and I were walking back from the shop in Bisley, And as we were walking, we heard a god-awful howl that sounded just like a wolf or something similar to that, coming from the direction of the prison that used to be there. I've no idea what made that howl, as it certainly wasn't a dog or a man. And I remember we were so scared, we ran all the way home. We were only about eight when this happened, but I vividly remember that howl to this day. I do have another strange report from Deep Cut Barracks which is only a short drive away from the prison and I'm unsure if these two cases are connected but as they both held prisoners of one kind or another I have included them in the reports you'll hear tonight. Witness report. I had an encounter with what I would call a phantom jeep. I live in the town of the notorious Deep Cut Barracks just to give some context to my account. The bizarre encounter happened around 15 years or so ago. And I saw something very strange whilst looking out of the window of my flat late one evening. My flat's on a main road that overlooks a large forest where the army does a lot of training and exercises. It is military of defence land and private. So I'm looking out of the window late one evening when all of a sudden an army jeep came travelling down the road, approaching the roundabout that's right outside my flat. However, Instead of going straight over the roundabout, the jeep mounted the pavement over the road and mysteriously cut its lights and disappeared into the trees. I had to do a double take because I couldn't quite believe what I'd just seen
0: Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Leftovers. Or. (laughs) The DMV. Number 97. Or. House cleaning. Or. Chumba Casino always brings the fun. Play over a hundred different games online for free from anywhere. You could redeem
1: some serious prizes. Chumba. Chumbacasino.com. Live the Chumba life.
0: No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Why someone could have driven into the forest because the tree line is just too dense. However, I thought to myself, I must have been an army guy doing a driving maneuver and I expected to see his lights in the forest as he drove off and I waited. However, I saw nothing. To this day, I can't explain to you what I saw because it was so bizarre due to the tree line being so thick. I'm putting this sighting into the paranormal category because I just can't explain how a jeep could negotiate trees at around 25 to 30 miles an hour with no lights on. Our next case is one I remember well. Both myself and the witness did not know if we should release this report at the time we made it. It's hard enough for the public to believe there are cryptids here in the UK, let alone close to a prison. The prison in question is on the moors and quite desolate. Eventually, after mashing it back and forth what was the best thing to do, we decided to release the report in the hope somebody else will have reported the same. I spoke to our witness again this week and as of yet we have not had any contact back from anyone with a report in the area. All we can do is share the event again and hope somebody recognises what this chap saw. A prisoner at Dartmoor Jail sees a wild hairy man eating a bird. In 2016 I received an email from a gentleman whose brother was in prison. He was housed in Dartmoor Jail and his cell looked out onto the busy B3357 Road that was close to the prison itself and has a small wooded area adjacent to it. Dartmoor still has a misplaced reputation for being a high security prison that is escape proof. Now it is merely a category C prison, Dartmoor houses mainly non-violent offenders and white collar criminals. The gent that contacted me went on to explain that his brother was in prison, he was almost finished with his sentence, and he'd received a number of home leaves. And on the one the previous weekend, January 2016, he'd seemed even more reluctant to return than he would normally do. And as you can imagine, this poor man's mind filled with all of the horrors being in prison can bring, and he gently coached his brother into revealing what the problem was. Expecting to hear about a violent attack or being bullied by another prisoner, he couldn't quite believe what his brother told him. His brother went on to explain that from his cell he could see two small wooded areas out over the moors, which in a sense had enabled him to really appreciate the beauty out there and he'd watch the woods constantly, first for something to do. But then, as he learnt the habits of the birds and the woodland animals, he'd eventually come to revel in watching the wildlife. Even in autumn and winter, there'd been a lot of going on out there to keep him occupied. On the previous Saturday night, before the gents home leave the following Friday, he was watching the woods after lights out and waiting for the bats and owls to start their day. He suddenly noticed a strange, dark figure hugging the tree line. He thought at first it was another prisoner who had struck lucky and managed a few hours of escapism out there or was setting out to retrieve a parcel left by somebody to be smuggled in at the most opportune time. Thinking that time had come, he watched with a smile, wondering how the inmate was going to get back in. Being caught breaking into the prison would make for a funny write-up when they took him before the governor. As he watched this dark human-shaped figure move up and down through the wood, He realised the person was looking up into the tree branches and not down onto the floor as you'd expect. As the cloud shifted, the figure was suddenly illuminated by the moon and the prisoner looked for contraband, looked like a wild, hairy man. He was really thick and muscle-bound. And as he watched, the figure picked up a stick from the ground beside him and he hurled it into the tree. The man watched as a small animal or a bird fell from a brook was quickly pushed into the mouth of the naked, hairy prisoner. As you can imagine, the gent was horrified at this scene and he blinked and adjusted his eyes as quickly as possible, but the figure was gone. He watched those woods all night in case the figure returned, and he did so every day until he got a slight reprieve when he came home towards this Friday. Taking him back was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do. Thankfully, he only has three weeks left, but I bet he'll watch that wood every night until then. Now, a little bit of an update. Our witness had no contact with any of his old friends inside, so he is unaware of any other person who has seen the same figure as he has. He's very nervous about going to the public, but he's more interested in validation to his experience, I think. I understand that far more than people realise. I know exactly what it's like to face something impossible with no hope of an explanation. So how do you bring up the subject that while you're in prison, for one, you see something through your window that is prehistoric? A wild man throws a stick into a tray and falls an animal, quickly grabbed and fed upon. For centuries, Dartmoor folklore and legends have encompassed tales of pixies and ghosts and witchcraft, beasts, hellhounds and werewolves and weird happenings. These tales have been passed down through generations via fireside stories, books, local tradition, word of mouth, all of which have played their part in keeping the tales alive today. The ghost of David Davies is seen on Dartmoor Prison Grounds. Mr Davies was a prisoner who tended to the prison sheep between 1869 and 1929. He died soon after he was released. his ghost returned, walking the prison grounds on misty nights. The prison is also haunted by French prisoners of war from the Napoleonic War. While some inmates believe jackdaws which fly around the area contain the souls of dead staff. The highway from Princetown to Two Bridges on Dartmoor passes through one of the remotest and eeriest stretches of Moor, and it is here that a spate of mysterious deaths occurred. The first in 1921, when a doctor from the nearby prison suddenly swerved on his motorbike and was killed instantly, just past a small bridge That crosses the East Dart River. More strange reports followed motorcyclists complaining about being struck, and a farmer who nearly crashed his tractor after being attacked by, in his words, some kind of wild clawing beast. It was an account by a young army officer that really got people talking. Having got lost during a training exercise in sudden thick fog, he was relieved to pick up the road to Princetown, When he arrived at the small bridge at the bottom of the hill, he spoke of feeling an icy chill and felt the sudden urge to run. And it was then that he felt a pair of huge powerful hands around his neck, crushing his windpipe with tremendous force. In his struggle, he fell from the bridge into the freezing water and it was only then, in the dark, trashing torrent, that he felt the giant hands. Relent. The most frightening account came from a couple of newlyweds touring Dartmoor on a caravan holiday, where their vehicle broke down, the husband decided to follow the signs to Princeton by torchlight, and he told his wife to stay in the car and lock the door, and under no circumstances should she open it. They'd parked just before a small stone bridge that crossed the river. Wrapped up under blanket, she was comforting herself with the thought of her returning husband when she heard a heavy thump on the roof of the car. She frantically fumbled for a torch, shining upwards in the passenger side window where she was met with a terrifying sight. A pair of huge hairy hands were clawing at the glass. Being a woman of faith, she had the presence of mind to draw across on the inside of the misty window and much to her relief, the hairy hands retreated and vanished into the night. Her husband found her three hours later, huddled and tearful in the footwell and unable to speak coherently. All she could do was point to the huge handprints on the outside of the frosty window. Now there can be no question that Dartmoor and its landscape has helped fire people's beliefs and imagination from the thick mists that suddenly appear and roll across the moor, to the dark bottomless mire and the craggy granite tors, each lends an air of mystery and magic, all ripe for associated legends and tales, but what people are reporting here is terrifying. Not some whimsical tale of a very small elf, but a creature that is absolutely terrifying. However, not all of Dartmoor's secrets are as old as time. As our first report from the prison has shown, there are reports from modern times as well that are just as strange as the old beast of Dartmoor reports. On a road that runs by a prison, a report was made by Nick Redfern, who is a cryptogeologist from the UK. Bob Shenton saw something bloody odd on the wilds of Dartmoor back in the winter of 1967. He was driving across the moors late one night at the time he worked as a plumber and he was heading to a house to deal with a case of a burst water pipe. Whilst near the village of Postbridge, he came across something decidedly strange. According to Bob, for the very briefest of moments and as he approached Postbridge, he caught sight of what looked for all the world like a large ape-like figure. It was crossing the road in front of him and it vanished into the shadows on the edge of the road. He described this creature as shadow-like and it just went into the trees and was gone. Now this area is very close to where the wild man was captured, sedated and moved.
0: Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky.
1: The case was reported by a senior doctor who worked at the hospital at the time and saw the wild man for himself. That wild man was taken away in a military vehicle from Dartmoor Hospital and no more was ever heard about him or his captures. Now, cryptid creatures are not the only strange things reported around prisons as you've heard tonight. Indeed, there are hauntings of all kinds and many UFO cases. One prison in Dorset had a UFO sighting that was seen by many inmates who later suffered physical effects, and this happened less than a year ago. Inmates at HMP The Verne in Dorset claim that they came out in a red rash after an unidentified object hovered over their exercise yard before disappearing in a cloud of mist. Prisoners in the Dorset prison claimed to have seen the UFO hovering above their jail before they all came out in this mysterious red rash. One sceptical inmate told The Times that he was left speechless by the incident earlier last year while he was on exercise at the yard in HMP The Verne. In a letter to the prison magazine, he said, I do not believe in the supernatural or aliens from Mars but what we recently saw here in this prison was very strange and still leaves me speechless. My landing was out on exercise, all doing our own thing. Some were working out and others like me were just walking around. I spotted a hawk up on the battlements just hovering like it had spotted a mouse or something. He explains that he saw a very bright light while he was in the exercise yard. We started to come closer and closer until it was actually hovering over the yard itself at about a hundred feet above them. The man said everyone in the area, including the prison guards, was stood staring up at the unidentified spectacle in the sky. He added, the object started to shrink and collapsing on itself until it just dissolved into a cloud of mist and then it started raining on us and the next day we all came out in a red rash. The prisoner thinks the extraordinary sight may have been a secret military craft from a nearby base, but he just isn't certain. HMP Shepton Mallet, sometimes known as Carmel Hill, is a former prison located in Shepton Mallet, Somerset, in England. When it closed in 2013, it was the United Kingdom's oldest operating prison. The prison was opened before 1625 but was already in a poor repair by the end of the first civil war, 1646. It was expanded in 1790, but conditions were again criticised in the report of 1982. In the 1930s, the number of inmates had fallen and the prison was closed. Following an outbreak in the Second World War, it was reopened um, and it was... Also used for storage of important historical documents, you know, that kind of thing. They called it the military glasshouse, and and it was returned to civilian use in 1966. The prison was decommissioned in 2013. In the 1970s, the Home Office were requested to investigate some strange happenings in one of the wings. An increase in prisoners requesting additional bedding due to a cold draft was becoming an issue and the occasional smell of sweet perfume would waft around the prison. Prisoners were becoming uncomfortable in their cells and officers started to refuse work in the night shifts. The home office carried out a three day investigation and the results remained inconclusive. As the years passed new reports were coming in that the drafts would continue as would the smell of sweet perfume. Some night, officers would report seeing shadows and white figures standing on the stairs. The story of the white lady was revealed after some research and she'd murdered her husband and was brought to Shepton Mallet Prison for her final days before being hanged in the town centre. The night before her execution, she was offered her final request. She asked to wear her wedding dress. The morning of her execution, the door to her cell swung open. And to the surprise of the officers, her lifeless body was laid on the bed. Dressed in the wedding dress, the officers silently checked her body for a reason behind her death. None was found. No marks were found, and it was concluded that she must have died of a broken heart. She's said to still wander the wings, and has been reported to be seen on multiple occasions. And, if she is not seen, the smell of a sweet perfume. It's been reported to waft through the prison wing. More recently, staff have reported the ghost of an American serviceman thought to be related to the period when the site was used by the US military. And now we move to Shrewsbury Prison, which is situated in Shropshire and is the second most haunted jail in the world, it is said. Now, it's been in operation since 1793, And the prison was recently ranked by the BBC as one of the most chilling places for ghost hunters to step foot in. Back in the Victorian era, mass crowds would gather to watch public executions, with some of those sentenced to death for the crime of stealing nothing more than a sheep. These outdoor gruesome events would see members of the public gather from all corners of the UK, and they would wait for many hours beforehand to get the best viewing spot and even obtain posters as souvenirs. Renowned for its cruel and unusual torture, murder and gruesome hangings, it is no wonder the energy here is dark and negative, which is chilling. Even more so when you realise the last execution took place only 60 years ago. One of the most famous ghost sightings reported there is the shadow of a man who is said to lurk in the prison's A-Wing. Now, no one knows what his face looks like, but the shadowy silhouette of this mysterious figure, believed to be an ex-officer, has been reported on several occasions on C-Wing, the former female part of the jail, and is known to be the most haunted part of the prison. Unmarked graves were also created to bury those who died at HMP Shrewsbury. In 1972... The remains of 10 unnamed inmates were discovered and exhumed during a redevelopment of the site. Nine were cremated and one body was identified and handed over to their relatives. A prison that held some of the UK's most notorious criminals can be found on the Isle of Wight. Parkhurst began in 1778 as a military hospital and a children's asylum. But not much is written about this stage of the prison's life. Parker's prison is sat on the Isle of Wight. By day, the Isle of Wight is a place of sunshine, spectacular countryside, beaches, great spots. But it has a darker side too, for it is also known as Ghost Island. Some people claim it is the most haunted island in the world. Ghosts and spirits have bound here. For the Isle of Wight as a supernatural energy that's particularly evident in some very haunted hotspots. This diamond-shaped island off England's south coast covers just a hundred and forty-seven square miles, and it has about one hundred thirty thousand living residents. It has everything there from reports of phantom monks, grey ladies, poltergeists, to the shades of smugglers, soldiers, royalty, and Romans. There are ghostly murderers and their victims, ghost ships out at sea and even a ghost train still running on long vanished rails. Now, HMP Parkhurst is a prison that sits there and a prisoner is often seen who is called the sitting man. It said he was a prisoner who committed suicide in the jail and he reportedly returned to his cell after death and he's seen with his legs dangling over the edge of his former bunk. Newspapers reported that this shade caused other inmates to demand relocation to other cells. Another entity, nicknamed the Beast of Parkhurst Prison, is rumoured to be a half-man, a half-bat figure that lurks on the rooftops feeding off pigeons. The prisoner who saw this awful creature said, I heard a few stories about ghosts and stuff when I'd been inside. I didn't take them seriously. Then when I came here, I was told about the beast of Parkhurst. This I thought was some kind of joke. But one night, I was looking out the window and I saw a strange creature on the roof. The creature looked to be a half man, half bat, sort of like a gargoyle, and it was eating pigeons. I have never seen anything like it before. I'd like to know if any of your readers have seen anything like this, either in Parkhurst or any other prison. I don't really know what to tell him. I don't know what that could be. It's absolutely terrifying, the idea of something on the roof of a prison that eats pigeons, almost like the one at Dartmoor where he'd thrown the stick up in the tree. Absolutely gruesome. Now we're going to move to Preston and the prison... Well, we have a very strange, mysterious, bright white object that was caught on camera by Preston local Gail Jacks, who said she first caught sight of it above Preston Prison at about 1.30am. She said the object remained stationary in the air for several minutes before moving really fast. Gail said she immediately snapped pictures of the curious object. It was too fast and precise for a helicopter. It moved so quick in seconds, said Gail. Now, a taxman spotted a UFO in Preston in 2020. The man, a PhD student, reported that he saw an unidentified flying object at night while walking his dog. The 31-year-old who works for HMRC says the object was about 100 metres above the ground. A separate sighting of a similar object was reported at roughly the same time, around 9pm in nearby Wigan. I'd gone out to walk the dog on Sunday night. I was walking through Avanham Park, said the man. It was very bright. I saw an object like some kind of aircraft in the sky. I was terrified. When I got home, I called BAE to ask if they were conducting tests in the area. But they said they were not. Close by to the prison is another report that I think may be connected to the UFO reports in the area. And this comes from a witness. Very briefly, approximately 10 years ago, I worked an evening shift and was leaving work in Hutton, Preston. I've now retired and I've never forgotten this incident and what I saw that night. In keeping with the normal UK winter evening, it was quiet out, there was no people around anywhere. The place was deserted, as it always was outside the normal working hours of 8 till 6. It was about 10 past 8 at night, dark winter's evening. I was alone, exhausted and looking forward to getting home. I got in my car and drove out of the deserted car park. The place I worked at is just off the A49, close to the roundabout on Saunders Lane, which is lit, by street lamps, with houses on one side of the road. The same as any area in most towns across the UK, an ordinary winter's night at the end of a very ordinary day. There was quite a substantial mist forming that evening. It's not uncommon as the area is quite rural and lots of surrounding fields. I drove out of the car park, stopping at the give way sign at the exit, and I was intending to turn right into the next lane in order to go home. And looking left to check the road was clear before pulling out. My attention was caught by a large figure that was sauntering down the middle of the lane and it was coming towards me. In short, it was hideous. It was huge, arrogant and it was a sneering upright reptilian. It was about eight foot in height or more. It was honed to the peak of physical perfection. It was very fit. I would even say it was sculpted and lean, not bulked up at all, and it was unmistakably an intensely powerful predator. I had no doubt about that whatsoever. It seemed to be male, It had a reptilian face with scales on its skin, and there seemed to be a definite telepathic element to the whole experience. I could feel it feeding off the sheer terror I was experiencing, and also enjoying my fear. Once I managed to get my wits together, which took quite a few seconds, I drove off. I had a clear, unidentified, uninterrupted view of this creature for some seconds and my view was aided by the street lamps. I am very definite in what I saw that night, and I would love to find anyone else who has experienced this type of being here in the UK. HMP Prison Stockton is a Category C men's prison located in the parish of Stretton in Rutland, England. Stockton Hall is an open prison farm, hidden in its own woods, and it is said to be haunted by several ghosts. One was the specter of a woman in black with touches of white on her who passed by with bowed head or vanished down a corridor as soon as she's seen. In the early 1900s, occupants of the house and their visitors sometimes encountered her. One visitor reporting that taking her for a servant, she spoke to her whereupon the figure just disappeared. The ghost was thought to be that of a girl who was strangled in the attic. At a quarter to three in the afternoon on December day, three of the house's occupants who were walking across the park towards Clipsham noticed their terrier pricking up its ears and showing signs of fright. When they looked to see what was wrong, they saw the figure of a man hanging from the bough of an old oak tree, and he was clad in a brown smock with something white over his face, and they could see the rails of the fence behind him quite clearly through his body. And when they got to within about 40 yards, he suddenly disappeared. He's rumoured to have been a sheep stealer who was hanged in the park. But the most often in evidence was a little white pup, who was seen by many people over a period of about 18 months. They would frequently open doors for it, only to find that it had disappeared. And once, as a woman then living in the house and her daughter were ascending a narrow staircase, the little dog passed them. They felt it touching them as it squeezed between them, but they saw nothing. They said that they experienced a sensation of a burning chill for hours afterwards where it had touched them. Otherwise, the little dog seemed perfectly harmless. Perhaps this was once his house? Another dog-like creature, who certainly was not little, was seen close to Risley Prison in the northwest of England. In 2018. In the early hours of the morning, on the 11th of June 2018, a van driver travelling on the road between Warrington and Manchester, going about his normal nightly routes, saw something crossing the road in front of him that he cannot explain. The creature, described as dog like but bigger than a horse and moving fast, shocked the driver. When describing the speed of the animal, he said, It just dusted out of sight in seconds. The sighting has left the man confused as to what he saw and how it could have moved away from him so fast. Now the road itself runs between two nature parks and is surrounded by other strange accounts of skulking road crossing creatures and it's also next to Risley Prison. The witness said, I want to report something that happened last night when I was on my route. I was on the road about 3am in the morning, I had my lights on of course and the road was empty of traffic. But as I passed the Birchwood Forest Park on the A547, something crossed the road in front of me. It was moving on all fours and it was massive, at least as big as a horse, but this thing ran like a dog. Thank God it kept moving and stayed on all fours because upright it would have been at least nine foot tall. It was dark, so I couldn't give you a precise colour, but it was huge. It honestly spooked the ch- out of me. I did stop and look where it was and I couldn't see it anywhere. It had moved off that fast. Now the A574 Birchwood Forest Park was where it was coming from he said and it was big as a horse but looked and moved more like a dog of some kind and it would have been crossing into Risley. Well I'm still freaked out by all of this and i felt a bit off since last night and a bit light headed. I keep thinking about it. And the fact that when I stopped to look where it was, it had gone. It should have been in sight, but it had dusted. So the next time you think about pulling a big heist, or doing away with that annoying boss or neighbour, think about the reports you've heard here tonight, as they may just keep you on the straight and narrow. So from one vagabond to the other. I wish you good night, and I'll be back next week with more personal encounters. In the BBR files. Thank you to my new YouTube members and patrons. Without your help and support, there would be no BBR. Without your donations, we would not be able to bring you this fantastic content every week, as BBR is funded by me alone. So until next time, good night, everyone.